0: Warning the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all.
1: Hello and welcome to potential spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hey, Kieran, I got a spoiler for you. Oh, yeah? The uh, rhinoceros
0: isn't actually a real rhinoceros, it's a fake one with a world class pet detective inside. Bet you didn't know that, but if you did want to hear that, I, Kieran. I did know that, unfortunately. <laughs> that, you, if you didn't want to hear that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show, because that, my friends,
1: is a spoiler. It is indeed. Wow. <laughs> You've ruined that whole movie for me now, knowing that a man is going to crawl out of a fake rhinoceros. I didn't say he was going to crawl out. You're now spoiling it yeah, for
0: everybody. Well, I just said, you know, look out for the rhinoceros I think particular film that may or may not be related in some very loose way to the film we're covering.
1: Yes. Aren't we in jovial spirits this week? Yes. And I wonder why that is. Well,
0: as I was walking down here, and this is actually true, I saw two pigeons Making love um, on the roof, and I was like, "What a show!" Like, if I could talk to the animals, <laughs> what a show sing to, to,
1: the to animals. start off.
0: Seeing that it's like a sign, you know, this is our first movie of 2020. Yes, it is. Well, I mean, we're recording in
1: 2019. This yeah, is going to yeah, launch in still, 2019. Yeah, we're still in this, tr- 2019. This is yeah. a
0: 2020 film.
1: Yeah, I think it's the first big blockbuster of 2020. It is, I think, and I think it's coming out on the same day as Bad Boys for Life. Oh, a little bit of a sneak go. peek into what we might be covering mm. in a. Another show, mm, maybe even go. next week Last week we called this The Voyage of Dr. Doodle Yes, well that's what it was called But in the meantime they've changed it I, I think they actually changed it before we announced it
0: Those sneaky Hollywood yeah, guys but As
1: far as I was aware it was called The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle. But now it's just simply called Doolittle.
0: That's right, making it a little bit simpler.
1: Yes, so before we get into talking about Doolittle itself, (laughs) I just want to go over the premise of this podcast series, if you just happen to be a first-time listener. If you stumbled on us, if you're a big Doolittle fan. Yeah, if you were drawn (laughs) in by the the appeal of Doolittle and you're not sure what we do here on this Mm. show... What we do is we look at all the marketing material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, be it the trailer, the poster, any sort of promotional stuff we can get our hands on, and then we try and predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. That's right. Now, typically, Maddie D and I will go away for a week and come up with our own plots separately, but this week, we're actually teaming up and doing a plot together. Yes. We're going to decide between the two of us definitively what we think is going to happen in the upcoming Doolittle movie. See if working together gets us
0: closer to the mark yes. than if we were separate. It
1: generally doesn't, but... <laughs> no, it doesn't. First time's a charm. I guess so. Fifth time's a charm, however many of these we've done.
0: Yeah, and you can go back and listen to
1: some of our episodes, see how close we got to any particular movies that are out now. Speaking of, a movie that's in theatres right now, at the time that you're listening to this podcast, Charlie's Angels is currently in the cinemas. I feel very confident in my prediction for that movie, so if you're going to go see Charlie's Angels, maybe consider listening to our episode of that, either before or after you go and see the movie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can't even remember what I said about Charlie's Angels now that I think about it. I remember there was a lot of talk coming in, so.
1: I think we talked more about the controversy yeah. or the perceived controversy yeah. around the movie more yeah. so than the plot itself. I remember it finding it hard. I remember finding that movie hard. Yeah. And none of the trailers really helped at no, all. No, it but didn't really. Will they help us this week? Well, we have one trailer. Look how
0: great we're segwaying. Yes. We, we have, this is not even scripted. Well, uh, we have one trailer that's out for Doolittle. That's yeah. the only one I've been able to find. And it's been
1: out for a while.
0: It has. It has. And a big premise of it, it doesn't really show a lot of dialogue, just a lot of action scenes A beautiful. It's more so a
1: teaser trailer. So yeah, it's just teasing the overall vibe and tone that's of the movie. Right. It doesn't really that's go into right. too many plot so. details. In fact, it goes into zero plot details. That's, that's right. right. I had to look up plot details myself. Me too. That's what I had to do. So, at
0: the recording of this podcast, there's one trailer out, and that's, uh, other than details we're picking up, that's all we really have yeah. to go on.
1: Now, of course, Doolittle is, in fact, based on the Dr. Doolittle book series, written by Hugh Lofting. He wrote them between 1920 and 1952. He so wrote them as letters to his kids during the war, right? That's right. So, he wrote Didn't them. That. Well, he came up with the concept of the character. I think he drew a drawing of dr Doolittle and said hey this is dr dolittle he can talk to animals he's a vet who can talk to animals while he was in the trenches trying to pass time when he sent that to his kids but i think he just thought about the character and thought about the concept for a book or a series of books which he wrote out when he got back home cool and i suppose it's done him very well since there's been a number of adaptations so many plays radio serials and movies movies are yeah. plenty there is so many movies. I don't know if you've seen it, but there was a Dr. Doolittle movie in 1967 starring Rex Harrison. I didn't watch it. I didn't actually know until we did this podcast. Really? So, you're just finding out now. Well, I kind of had an idea. Oh, you idea. did your research.
0: Yeah, yeah. I kind of had an idea there must have been something on because uh, part of my history with the movie actually is that my dad would always sing this song, Dr. Oh. Doolittle, he can talk to the animals. It's incredible. And I imagine that's from the oh, 60s wow. movie.
1: It's got to be, right? I guess I only so. know if I can talk to the animals. So one I was thinking about you. <laughs> Your beautiful pigeon lovemaking story yeah. earlier
0: but there's only one dr Doolittle movie that I was aware of and that I've seen oh and that's yeah. the one and that's with with gonna Eddie be the
1: 1998 dr Dolittle oh. movie yeah, with Eddie Murphy but now, did you see
0: the 60s version
1: I think I have seen the 60s yeah. version I'm pretty sure it was one of those movies that they brought us into the same room in primary school and made us watch <laughs> on a rainy day
0: right they brought out the TV in I, that, like
1: cart that they always had yeah I barely remember that movie at all I think he was riding around on a giant snail for memory
0: I think I saw in my research for this I saw like pictures of Doctor Doolittle. Riding that's all a giant I really snail. remember.
1: But then I could just be mixing it up with the snail writers from Neverending. <gasps> from Neverending, Never-Ending Story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was a snail that he rode. So you're familiar with the 1998 Eddie Murphy Doctor Doolittle movie. But how many of the sequels have you seen? Look,
0: I saw the first one. Which one is the one where the bear gets locked in and, and farts? I uh, think that that's might the second be the one. second, second like, movie. So I've definitely seen that one because I remember that scene. I think I don't think I've seen the third one.
1: There are four sequels is altogether. Yeah. So only Doctor Doolittle two has Eddie Murphy in it, mm. and then the other three star Carla Pratt playing his daughter, Maya oh, okay. Doolittle. Right. So if you remember he had a daughter in those first two movies. Not really. I she don't takes over anything the role. in that movie. Yeah, she assumes the role of Dr. Doolittle in 3, 4, and 5.
0: Yeah. I remember she was the lead character in the third one.
1: And now there was one more film adaptation of Dr. Doolittle, and it was actually called The Voyages of Dr. Doolittle. Really? Which came out in 2011. Is it animated? And it was a direct-to-video animated movie, oh. yes.
0: Oh! Disney did it or?
1: I don't think it was Disney, but it Did Star, Tim Curry, Jason Alexander, and Jane Seymour. Oh, really? Wow. Big names there. There you go. When did that come out? Big names. 2011. I was going to say there were big names maybe in the early 90s, (laughs) but not so much now. So, what is your specific history with Doctor Doolittle and the world of Doctor Doolittle? Well, well, pretty much what I
0: just said. I remember you my dad saw the would, Eddie Murphy movie. My, my dad would sing that song, so I knew there was a guy called Doctor Doolittle. He could talk to the animals, and I knew that before the movies came out. Mm,
1: so, the Eddie Murphy movies, because
0: my dad would make jokes about that, and then the Eddie Murphy movies came out, and I watched them. And I can't say I was really I liked them at the time because like, I was a child. I, They're
1: very thought, much of the time yeah, screwball broad comedies, I, aren't they? I
0: could not tell you anything that happened in the movie. I I can't remember any of it at all. So very little history with Doctor Doolittle, other than knowing the premise, which I think everyone does. He's... I
1: remember he was sniffing a man's bum. Like, like <laughs> Doctor Doolittle is like, no Doctor Doolittle himself. As a child, went up to like a man that he was greeting. Instead of shaking his hand, he put his nose like up his ass. <laughs> I think that was right at the beginning of the movie too. That's so. to
0: set you up for what you're going to get in yeah, that movie. Exactly.
1: Wow. There was so much ass play in that first <laughs> Doctor Doolittle movie. What's the deal with that? Uh, I, I think don't it know. continues on to the second movie. <laughs> from what you say about the bear shitting <laughs> well, in the toilet scene.
0: Yeah, well that's
1: that's the one scene
0: I showed you. Where I,
1: I sent yeah. Kieran a message saying, I saw a new trailer for the new Dr. Doolittle movie. It was just, just a, a that... clip of a bear that Dr. Doolittle is talking to. They're trapped in a bathroom and the bear can't help taking a dump. <laughs> it is it is. <laughs> and the Dr. scene. Dr. Doolittle is cracking the window and trying <laughs> to breathe through it. It
0: is the scene of the
1: movie.
0: I don't the, think they're uh, going to
1: go in that direction uh, in this upcoming Robert Downey Jr. one. Doesn't look
0: like it, but uh, please tell me that you have a more defined, more detailed history than me.
1: I tell you what, not Really Okay I think I suggested Last week That I've read Some of the Dr. Doolittle books Did you? We should point out Straight away That this upcoming Doolittle movie Is loosely based On the book The Voyages of Dr. Doolittle I thought that was A collection of stories Yeah There are a whole bunch Of stories But yeah I think this one Is a specific adventure That he went on I think it was The second book In the series Now I don't know about you But I on purpose Steered clear Of any details About that book Because I don't want To influence my plot Or our plot prediction At all
0: Yeah I did the same That's good because sometimes, sometimes you can get uh, steered in the wrong direction by the source yeah, material Absolutely. So.
1: so I'd rather go in fresh
0: Yep, that's what I've done as well
1: But I did have a picture book adaptation of the first book Okay, It was called The Travel of Dr. Doolittle and it was written by Al Perkins I think it's only very loosely based on the first Dr. Doolittle book And I think that's probably a good thing because they skipped over a lot of the racist elements That were present in some of the Dr. Doolittle books Really? Yeah, specifically the first Dr. Doolittle book
0: Was he a bit of a racist? <laughs> Well, Dr. Doolittle himself
1: wasn't a racist, but good old Hugh Lofting might have been a little bit of a racist because the drawings that he had- These are books in the 20s. Just to quickly cover it, the book that I read and the original book itself, Dr. Doolittle goes to Africa to treat a whole tribe of monkeys- Kay. In the original book, there are illustrations by Lofting himself. And yeah, the okay, caricatures that he this, draws right. for the African people themselves are none too kind. <laughs> right. okay. uh, very stereotypical to say the least. And one of the characters who actually helps out Dr. Doodle, the son of the tyrannical king, he actually has his face bleached white. By Dr. Doolittle, because that's his dream. He wants to go into the West and become like a handsome oh. prince charming. So he's like, the only way that I can be handsome is if I'm white. Oh, Mind geez. you, this book was written in 1920. It was a very different time. But Real. still, it's not aged shockingly well. appalling. I can't see Robert Downey Jr. doing that <laughs> in this movie. I think they're going to completely steer clear of that. Uh, well, one.
0: that's a safe guess.
1: And I don't think the Eddie Murphy version did that as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, another creature that I recall being in the picture book that I had was the Push Me Pull You. I don't know if you're what familiar is that? with that at all. No. It was basically like a unicorn crossed with a gazelle. Wait, they're making up animals? Yeah, and it had a head on either end of its body. Isn't it just impressive that
0: he can talk to animals? Why are they bringing in like... Well, it was an ones?
1: animal that no one had ever seen before. Uh, so the monkeys right. had no way of paying Dr. Doolittle for helping out their little monkey village. Yeah. So they gave him an animal that no one else in the world had seen before. You know, an animal with right. a head on either end of its body. So like the cat reason, dog. Yeah, exactly like that, but more like a gazelle. Okay. And the reason that it had a head at each end of its body Was so that it could eat and talk at the same time So that doesn't seem very practical to me There's a lot of biological questions that I have um, Which probably yeah. did not get answered in the picture book Well I had the same questions about Cat Dog But we won't go there yep. I'm pretty sure they included a Push Me Pull You In the 1967 movie And in the Eddie Murphy movie as well So I think it's something that we might have to work Into our plot for this well, movie I didn't know that but now you you something say that's that, very iconic To the Dr. Doolittle series They must
0: they will probably bring it in
1: now. And if I've they don't, the fans it. will revolt. All those Doctor Doolittle fans, yeah, all those Doctor Doolittle fans will be up in arms on the one forum that exists on the internet for Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> They're all sleeping outside,
0: you know, <laughs> to get in early to, for the cinema.
1: Oh, I thought you meant in, just in general. Like all the <laughs> Doctor Doolittle fans are homeless or something like that. <laughs> anyway. Moving on Okay Should we get straight into our let's, plot prediction? Let's do it Usually we go through all of the actors who are coming up in the movie There's a lot though um, But I think we should still go through them all If only briefly But rather than doing it separate from our plot prediction mm. We incorporate it as part of our plot prediction So okay. we'll talk about the actors And what we think their overall impact on the plot will be Or more so what their character's impact will be on the Sh- plot Sure So their journey and their arc So that way we don't have to go into all of these characters As we discuss them through the prediction yeah, right. itself Makes okay. sense? That's fine I've actually organised all of the characters into human characters and animal characters Just so we won't get confused as to who's actually going to be live action on the screen And who's going to be a CGI monstrosity Hey what? Come on, they look alright in the trailer I think because it's a very cartoony world They sort of fit They can get away with it Yeah, Yeah. but they're not exactly breathtaking, (laughs) picture perfect Recreations of animals in this circumstance mm. so. But I think it works for the movie It's not exactly like they're going for the whole Lion King Or the new Lion King aesthetic here
0: I think they might be, but yeah, no.
1: there's definitely more cartoony. The animals have more cartoony features in their face And they, they wear clothes in some circumstances Yeah,
0: there's a dog that wears glasses, isn't there?
1: Yes, there is We'll talk about him in a sec Of course, playing the titular Dr. John Doolittle himself Yep. Is Robert Downey Yeah, Do- uh, is Robert Downey Doolittle? <laughs> Robert Downey Doolittle. Well, they the trailer keeps saying he is. Yeah. He is Doolittle, of course. Robert Downey Jr. Now, if you're not aware, Doctor Doolittle is a veterinarian who has the ability to speak to animals. Now, he was formerly a human physician, mm-hmm. a physician who would practice specifically on people, but then, then he then, just went away from people. When he, he was discovered like, I'm he sick could, of these idiots, yeah. When he discovered he could speak to animals, he found his true calling, mm-hmm. which was to be a vet. It actually took him a while to discover this too, which is <laughs> really confusing.
0: <laughs> well, he, you know what? I, I, I want to get started on this right now So, typically, he's talking to animals as a gift, right? Like, he's bestowed yeah. this
1: Well, in the book that I superpower. read, the parrot actually helped him learn to speak mm-hmm. to the animals Because the parrot could actually speak to the other animals And then it would translate, and, right. and then over time, through lessons he would slowly learn. So
0: that's yeah, that's what I kind of think might happen. I didn't know that about the parrot, yeah. but I think he's going to be sort of some an academic who learned how to talk to animals. Yeah. I think that's the direction they'll go, rather than him having a. Well, the parrot's in this superhero. movie
1: too, so yeah. I think he'll already be established in this movie. I don't know what you think. But I definitely think he'll be. Yeah, I Ain't definitely. No origin think, story for Doolittle. Yeah, it's going to be established that he can speak to the animals already, and I think they'll do the same circumstance where the parrot was the one who taught him, at least initially, yeah, how to convert with the animals there
0: might be a flashback later on that shows like the parrot (laughs) at a blackboard I think it'd be
1: earlier (laughs) on if anything now one thing I just wanted to point out about the Dr. Doolittle character himself as well is he has a wife who's died in the movie that's right the movie takes place I think seven years after his wife's death now, I'm not sure how exactly that's going to impact the plot. Well,
0: I think that's why he's become a recluse, and maybe that gives him a kind of character arc. He doesn't talk to people yeah. anymore until he's been pulled out. Right. And,
1: yeah, that's what yeah. I thought as well. Yeah. They don't really show him as a recluse, but I think we can just uh, presume that.
0: I think I think he is. He's got like a gated home, and yeah. nobody's really seen him. At least that's the vibe I get.
1: And I think the children of the movie have heard of him, but not mm, actually seen him. So, he used right. to be more well-known. He's got like a Willy Wonka vibe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No one's really seen him and he's been a recluse for seven years, but he's still well known. He's a myth. I personally think that Robert Downey Jr. is an odd choice to be playing Dr. Doolittle. What do you mean? He's eccentric. Now, you sort of had a running gag off air as well that <laughs> you thought that Doolittle was an apt description for <laughs> Robert Downey's style of acting.
0: Look, I don't want to be snarky, but I think Doolittle is an apt description for this entire movie. Wow. But I don't want to say too much too soon
1: because I could be wrong, but he's very Sherlock Holmesy. What do you mean by that? Wacky and eccentric. Right. But he does seem very reserved. I don't know what accent he's attempting in this. Yeah. What accent is, is that? Is it British? Is it Scottish? I'm in love with is it. it is whatever Welsh? it is,
0: whatever it is, everything I th- I is think a it might whisper. Be, I think it might be. Uh, it might be Welsh. We must embark on a perilous, perilous journey. journey.
1: <laughs> it's not Scottish. It's crap. It's I okay to be afraid. Yeah, I don't really know what he's going for there. But, um, um,
0: it, you, we don't really get a lot in the trailer. I wish we did because I'm in love with his yeah, accent. Okay, um, can't wait to hear more of it when it comes yeah, out. The full movie of but, um, it. I, I
1: guess it must be. I hope he extends beyond is a it whisper.
0: Scottish, maybe or. Welsh, Welsh I think
1: I'm guessing Welsh It's got to be Welsh But who knows He did an Australian accent In both Tropic Thunder And Natural Born Killers And <laughs> that was atrocious it was Australian I don't um, think it's Australian But yeah If it's anything well, like His Australian accent It's going to be awful It's going to be <laughs> like razor blades in the eardrums
0: Nah nah It's all part of the Eccentric uh, persona
1: Now Doolittle I just want to point out as well That Disney is actually Campaigning for Robert Downey Jr. To win the Best Actor Oscar At the upcoming 2020 Oscars I don't think for this film This isn't a Disney yeah, film Yeah I was, I was like What for uh, this For Avengers, Avengers Endgame Really? Yeah, exactly I was just as surprised as you are, apparently (laughs) Okay, that's interesting I mean, sure, it was an emotional arc for the character in those two movies But
0: pretend that he's actually dead Is what they're pretending
1: Yeah, I I think so I think so, but yeah, I would hardly call Robert Downey Jr.'s style of acting stellar. And before- like you, like you said, like you suggested before, Doolittle is very apt because I kind of find that he brings the same energy to each role. He isn't really over the top; he's just very subdued. And a lot of his lines I just not like that. But in this one, it's a whisper. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I've never really been impressed, let's mm. just say, by Robert Downey Jr. Look,
0: I've I've enjoyed his stuff. And before anyone jumps on us, uh, we like
1: Tony the- Stark is a character. I think we people like- get more excited about the character of yeah. Tony Stark rather than what Robert Downey Jr. brings to we, the role.
0: We enjoy the Iron Man. I, I enjoy the Avengers as well. Like We like his stuff but Best Actor is an interesting choice. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I don't think he's going to win that but, award um, personally. But, Just a little uh, prediction of the Oscars there. Yeah, I, I get what they're going with this guy. He's a popular dude. Everyone likes him. You know what it reminded me of? If this movie had been made a few years ago, it would be Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's kind of got absolutely. the same, same kind of thing. It's kind of like older guy. He's not young enough to be a heartthrob but people find him handsome and attractive He's got yeah. that charisma. He's got that likability and he can pull off being.
1: He's handsome and distinguished.
0: He can pull off being. He's old
1: enough to be respectable.
0: Yeah, respectable, but like kind of like rock ish, kind of like. Dorky in a cool way yeah, Quirky He's it, Doctor he's Who He's quirky, yeah He's got that quirkiness Yeah, Doctor Who-esque But like a little cooler Than Doctor Who People are going to hate me For saying that But yeah, cooler than Doctor Who So yeah. I get what they're going with It's kind of like Yeah, Johnny Depp
1: Moving anyway, on, on from Robert days. Downey Jr Next up playing Toby Stubbins Who is Doctor Doolin's What a name Self-appointed apprentice Is Harry Collette Yes Now, Harry Collette's Only real claim to fame At this point Is he played Boy In Dunkirk <laughs> I
0: haven't watched he's, that And
1: he's a child actor So he hasn't okay. really done that well, much Well, you know he's, he's still breaking in so, what impact do you think that Tommy Stubbins is going to have okay. on the plot? So,
0: I think, and I'm very, very confident in this point, that we're going to see the movie through his eyes. Right. So, we're not going to be introduced to Doolittle initially. It's going to be, is it Tommy Stubbins? Yeah. We're going to see Tommy find Doctor Doolittle's palace or or area or field or where he lives. His mansion, big house. It'll be Tommy who's who wants to learn from Doctor Doolittle. So, Doctor Doolittle will be treated like Indiana Jones or like one of those. But big in the trailer, where you don't see him.
1: It's a little girl who approaches him in his house. Yeah. That's why I was confused. I'm pretty sure this little girl, I don't think she's credited as of yet, or if she is, I haven't seen her credited anywhere. Hmm. I think she's a representative of the Queen. She might be the Queen's child, Queen Victoria, that is, who we'll talk about in a sec, but I don't know. Maybe she's friends with Tommy? Maybe, but
0: I kind of thought that there would be like a proper official come and visit Dr. Doolittle and take him to or summon him to Buckingham Palace, but maybe it is the girl. because Maybe
1: the girl summons him and on the way to the palace, they come across Tommy. Who's like I don't know A chimney sweep Coming home from work Who's like Who's that Is that Dr. Doolittle Or however he he'll still sound still won't have
0: The most ridiculous accent no. In the movie Okay so maybe we see it Through the girl's eyes And, and the girl finds Dr. Doolittle And maybe it's like
1: But the girl isn't with them On the journey though She doesn't come with them On the boat No She's only just no, Bringing but, him but to the We queen.
0: We through her eyes Discover this wild And fantastical world Of Dr. Doolittle
1: I have another theory as well Because that's how I
0: think He's going to be introduced
1: Now another character In the movie is Arnold Stubbins who is obviously Tommy's dad oh really he's credited yeah and he's actually played by Ralph Innocent who I believe is in Game of Thrones and a bunch of other things I think he was in Star Wars The Last Jedi as well I couldn't tell you exactly who he was in both of those things what's
0: his name I need to look up his face Ralph
1: Innocent But without knowing anything about the character, I would just presume straight away that Arnold Stubbins is going to be like a gruff, no-nonsense father that Tommy is actually trying to get away from. So, this will sort of push Tommy to stow away, this is all my theory, Mm. stow away on Dr. Doolittle's boat. So that brings about the whole self-appointed apprentice thing Because right. he'll stow away on the boat Dr. Doolittle will be like Oh, what are you doing here? You can't be here It's a dangerous journey Your family's going to worry about you And he's like Oh, my family doesn't like me My so dad you doesn't like me So he's just going to
0: be like this hard blacksmith
1: That's like What are you doing wanting to talk to animals? Or he works for the Queen
0: ah. And
1: that's the connection there So I just automatically presume He's just going to be a rough, hard-working Englishman right. But we've sort of got to make connections here and there So right. maybe well, Tommy's dad works in the past Palace, he's like the Queen's advisor, and his son hears, Oh, you're gonna have a visit from Dr. Doolittle? I'd love to meet him. He's one of my heroes. I heard all about his last adventures.
0: I originally thought that uh Tommy's role in this movie would either be we find him discovering Dr. Doolittle and asking him to be his apprentice, or he's already there and he kind of plays, you know, how's Moving Castle, how how yeah. like the magician's apprentice. Yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like that thing where he's just following him around and trying to be like Dr. Doolittle.
1: Just the fact that we didn't see him in the trailer, and the first thing that we well, see, we him do see- him in the trailer. No, I'm saying we don't see him at Dr. Doolittle's house in yeah. the trailer at the beginning. He's oh, not already established. Right. And when he is introduced in the trailer, the first thing he says is, you're Dr. Doolittle? So, obviously he meets him in this movie.
0: Mm, okay, good point.
1: I think just for the sake of ease, we'll say that his dad works in the palace as an advisor and that's why he's there. He's hanging around. He wants to meet a hero of his.
0: So, we know in the plot synopsis that the Queen is ill. Of what? That's right. We don't know.
1: By the way, the Queen, Queen Victoria, that is, is being played by Jessie Buckley, who if you don't know Jessie Buckley, she was the firefighter's wife in Chernobyl, a very important character there. (laughs) Anyone who's seen that show will know who I'm talking about. And she's also (laughs) coming up in season four of Fargo. You thought I was making a joke about her role in Chernobyl, but no, it, it is actually I
0: haven't seen Chernobyl, so. a
1: big, important character from the show. So. Okay. But I couldn't pronounce her character's name, so I'm not even going to attempt it, to be honest.
0: <laughs> so we know that she's ill, and my thinking yeah. is that... The they, queen, that is. The queen, that's right, not, yeah. not the actress. No. Um, that they've tried every other thing.
1: Maybe she's got and... radiation poisoning. <laughs> Yeah. Who knows?
0: Yeah. They've tried every other option, and the only thing they have left
1: is let's not call a real doctor, let's call a vet.
0: Well, <laughs> I think I think Dr. Doolittle they need to find a cure to be able to help her out, and it's like a last ditch effort to possibly save her life, to possibly cure her from this mysterious illness.
1: Maybe I, I thought that in his previous adventures, Doctor Doolittle came across this island, or it, at least he'd heard about this island from somebody else on his well, adventures. And what- he's the only one who's been there, so mm. he's the closest person that the British government or the monarchy could come up with he's the closest thing to an expert yeah so they're like yep he's the best person to send
0: well what if the cure was like the venom of a snake or a lizard or something like that so of course who do you call
1: i just had a great idea all right tell me your idea what if dr doolittle's wife Mm. died from the same (gasps) illness you're right that the queen has and, and he's so, developed
0: his whole life to try to find a cure and he found one or maybe he he discovered yeah. what the lead was. Oh my god, that's great. I, I love think that. that's it. That's it. That's it. That's gonna it. be it. That's it. Right, right, so absolutely. The
1: Queen has the same illness that killed Dr. Doolittle's wife Dr. Doolittle has a theory, a strong theory on how he could have saved his wife. So, But it's got to do with why. an animal.
0: It's got to do with an animal. Yeah. Why, why else would they call him? Yeah, like, exactly. if, they, if they can get it from the island, they would send Any old Dwayne, Dwayne Rock Johnson in this yeah. universe <laughs> to this island. Or like, John Cena. Or John Cena, <laughs> the polar bear. But yeah. obviously, they need Dr. Doolittle because he can talk to animals. So, it's got to be an animal. Like, um, yeah. Maybe a plant, but like, I think an animal would make more sense. to would tie in. So, we're saying that the little girl- Are you saying girl- like it's an
1: animal's pee or something?
0: Maybe, maybe it's an egg. I don't know. Could I feel be. like I um, the thing that I would go to would be like the venom of a of an animal. So I would think like a snake venom because it's got a little bit of danger to it. Maybe it's a rare like snake that you know right has venom okay. that well has a toxin. Or since something.
1: I have no better ideas, let's <laughs> just go with that. So it's a, a rare snake that you milk its venom. Yep. And instead of killing you, it cures this one disease. Maybe, it kills the disease. Maybe
0: it has like a an element of it that can be create a cure for this disease. Right.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Okay. We'll like go. You- can make the anti-venom from it or exactly, whatever.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so that sounds good. So the little girl has a hunch that Dr. Doolittle can help, so she tells him to come to Buckingham Palace. She yeah, summons
1: him. So he rocks up at his house and says, Excellent. And quick, you got to come save the queen because she's sick. She's got the same illness. And that, of course- And he says, it's impossible. Yeah, that drives him. He wants it's to- It's impossible. He wants to redeem <laughs> himself. Mm. He blames himself for the death of his wife. What a lovely character. He arc. wants to redeem himself by saving the queen when he couldn't save his wife. Exactly. 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 Perfect. I think we now. This nailed it. is
0: all going to be a cold open. We're going to see the Queen's story first that she's ill, and then we're going to see the girl come and see Dr. Doolittle yeah. introduced to his world, and then he gets all summoned the animals to well. Buckingham Palace, and all the animals come in.
1: Yeah. In one of my let's favorite scenes. Let's talk about scenes, the animals.
0: In my favorite scenes in the trailer. Okay, let's talk about the animals.
1: Because we've got a whole bunch of actors, yeah. a whole bunch of well known actors that we've talked about, and then, of course, big actors who we haven't talked about before mm. doing the voices of the animals. Now, one thing I noticed when I was putting this list together of who exactly was voicing these animals was that they all fit into four categories, or sometimes they fit into multiple of these four categories. What, you
0: mean animal characters?
1: No, the actors themselves. Oh, okay. I found that they're all either from Harry Potter, James (laughs) Bond, a superhero franchise, or they've been in a movie with James Franco. (laughs) Really? All of them, without fail. Sometimes they're in multiple categories. Yeah, I've noticed there's superhero ones. Um, So, I'm going to give you a little quiz, maybe. Harry Potter ones. James Bond. And in a movie with James Franco. So I'm going to quiz you as we go Uh, and see if you can identify where exactly, from those four categories... Where's John Cena from? ...the actor fits in. We'll get there. First of all, playing the parrot, who we mentioned before, presumably the one... Well, actually, we're going to say the parrot was the one who taught Dr. Doolittle how to speak to the animals... So, the parrot's name is Polynesia, and she's played by Emma Thompson. Harry Potter. Who, yes, was Professor Trelawney in Harry yeah. Potter, and who we talked about earlier mm-hmm. with Men in Black International. That's right, she's back. Now, they actually describe Polynesia as Dr. Doodle's wise and headstrong blue and gold macaw, who is his most trusted advisor and confidant.
0: I reckon she's going to be no nonsense. And in she's the book, gonna...
1: the parrot is racist. She actually throws out the most racial epithets. I don't even don't know if it's a girl. I think, think it's a guy in the book. they're
0: going to go in that direction.
1: So, they describe the parrot as having the vocabulary of a sailor. Wow!
0: <laughs> in the book, wow. I don't think it'll be like that, but maybe, no. maybe the I think they'll completely
1: steer clear of that. Very,
0: very strict and stern, which I can see they're yeah. going with.
1: Possibly the natural leader of yes the animals. Well,
0: while Doctor Doolittle is going on fumbling around doing his you know Doolittle Sherlock Business, Holmes his thing,
1: nonsense, there's got to be someone to you know lead the ship. Yeah, literally, exactly. And the thing about the parrot is it can speak English and animal language. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. So yeah. There you go. Bit of a connection there. So next up playing Chi-Chi the noble gorilla The anxious but noble gorilla <laughs> I is, love this gorilla uh, This gorilla is my favourite character of the trailer yeah, He features quite heavily in the trailer But he's being played by Rami Malek uh-huh. Who was Mr Robot himself And now, he was what? also Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody Right And where does he fit in this character? He is coming up in the next James Bond movie No Time to Die Is he really? Is he the bad guy? He's the bad guy
0: oh, How did I know that? He's not James Bond I'm guessing No <laughs>
1: Well who knows he could just be a foil He could Maybe. be a henchman The real yeah, bad guy yeah. is yet to be revealed We'll save that For a later episode Right, right. I think Just to dwell on Chi Chi the gorilla For a moment mm-hmm. I think he's gonna have A full character arc In this movie Just judging from how Heavily he features In the trailer And the fact that We see him Basically overcoming His anxiety in the movie I think he'll just be Like a scaredy cat I don't know about well, you He's
0: credited as being A really noble Pompous gorilla So I think he's gonna But they said he was anxious
1: Yeah And in the trailer Dr. Doolittle actually says It's alright to, to be scared It's alright
0: to be scared But yeah I or definitely, Afraid or whatever he is I think, I think he may come across is kind of like a little bit upper class but
1: be kind of scared of everything. Right. Which so you would clearly. presume that he's a big, tough, brave, mm. noble creature but in fact he's Having trouble Finding the courage
0: Exactly Until we see We actually see it
1: in the trailer Yeah
0: Where he overcomes odds He rescues the odds.
1: Dr. Doolittle from a tiger
0: Named Barry But yeah So I th- I definitely agree with you I think that's going to be his character arc He's going to be
1: the so main he's character He's going to learn to be brave Yeah he's going to come out I think that's all we need to say about Vanquish him. the villain Chi Chi the noble gorilla mm. So playing Yoshi An upbeat polar bear Is John Cena Da 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 Who we know best from probably the WWE Yeah You're a big fan of John Cena aren't you? That's right You're more so Dwayne The Rock Johnson I'm more, I'm more old school now I know you're thinking, what is John Cena from? Is he from Harry Potter? I couldn't see him. In James this Bond superhero that's movie a, franchise a, or a joke, a movie with way. James Franco? Yeah, what oh, is it? You can't see me Nice. Yeah,
0: thank you. Yeah, what? What's he from? I, I can't pick it. Is he going to be in a James Bond movie? He's in no. a James Bond movie, isn't he?
1: No, he's not. No, it's Dave Batista you're thinking of. No,
0: but I thought he was. No. Okay. <laughs> um, what other? What? Okay, was he? He is actually
1: James Franco in it. He's coming up in the Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right. The he sequel too. to Suicide he Squad. Too. So he's re- actually replacing Dave Batista's character in that movie the Apparently Yoshi the polar bear is A rapping polar bear uh, I don't think he's rapping But he wears a cap As in like Lost the opportunity He wears a cap Sort of like a A Sherpa's cap Okay uh, Like a trendy hippie sort of Snow cap I don't know You've got to see the trailer And look at it And apparently he always fights With Plimpton Who is the ostrich character Who we'll talk about in a second Okay I'm pretty sure he's just Going to be there as comic relief All these animals will be Yeah comic they're relief. just going to be Bickering, bickering, bickering And the whole arc will be They'll become friends And work together at the end of the movie Right? Oh yeah, With me 100% 100% Now of course playing Plimpton The cynical ostrich himself Who is constantly fighting with Yoshi As we mentioned (laughs) Is Kumail Nanjiani Mm -hmm. Who we discussed already In Men in Black International Yes He played Pawnee Now unfortunately I don't think he's in Any of the four categories I've Yeah, rule is broken So my rule is broken Unless he's in a movie With James Franco That I've forgotten about (laughs)
0: Possibly James Franco does make A lot of movies Yes, he does Now I love the visual Of Dr. Doolittle
1: Riding the ostrich By the way And I hope to see more of, of all it. the animals that he has, and all the ones that he could ride, why <laughs> yeah. an ostrich? Do people ride ostriches in real life? I mean, I've seen it in I Disney cartoons. Think but so to me, they would be like, don't think they're strong. I, I don't know. I would, animal experts, I'm sure they have strong legs, about. but with most birds, they're pretty fragile. They've yeah, got that's hollow what bones. I would have thought. Mm, I don't know. Maybe you can ride ostriches uh, in no, real life. We've got to do our a, research into ostrich riding. But yeah, <laughs> it does look silly when he's riding up the steps to Buckingham Palace yeah. on the back of the ostrich. But yeah, as we discussed, comic relief, Plimpton—that is comic relief—alongside Yoshi. Yeah, he's not going to be that he'll useful. Be, he'll being be an like ostrich. that
0: robot in Rogue One. That's yeah, exactly. Going to yeah, yeah, he's going
1: to be sarcastic. He's going to be cynical, as they describe. And I think while on the other hand, Yoshi is going to be dim-witted, yes. slow, yes. and yeah, very jovial. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're almost polar Op- opposites. Optimistic. The polar opposite. Nice polar bear. There. <laughs> there you go. So next up, playing Dib Dab the duck. Love this duck. Is Octavia Spencer. Mm, This duck
0: makes me laugh every time I see it in the trailer.
1: Yeah, it does have quite an introduction coming in, (laughs) quacking, and up a storm. Of course, we know Octavia Spencer from movies like The Help and Hidden Figures. Mm-hmm. But which one of my four categories do you think she fits into? I have into? no idea. Is it a superhero movie? It is. Yeah, you're
0: on the right track. Well, I don't know which superhero movie she played.
1: One of the, the woman. <laughs> Technically, yes, she played the woman who signed up Spider-Man to the wrestling competition in Sam oh Raimi's my Spider-Man. God,
0: how would I remember that?
1: Do you remember she made him sign the waiver and just like you realize that we take no responsibility for any injuries you may and probably will sustain during the? I
0: can't remember anything, before for like after Randy Savage comes on screen because that eclipses my memory. That's where the
1: movie starts for you, is it? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, she's from Spider-Man. I'm like, who's who's Uncle Ben? So what impact do you think Dab-Dab the Duck is going to have overall on the movie? He's going to dab. It's a lady.
0: She's going to dab. I don't know. I don't think there'll be that much for Dab-Dab.
1: I think she'll be loud. Very outspoken.
0: Nah, I don't think they'll go
1: that way. Really? Nah. It's Octavia Spencer.
0: I know. I think they're going to go in the opposite direction.
1: The only shot we see of Dab Dab <laughs> in the trailer is her bursting into the room, <laughs> flapping her wings, head facing <laughs> the ceiling, going. Wah, wah, wah.
0: Okay. Sorry, Are you I, sure? I, I may be wrong. I'll I'll make a compromise and agree with you.
1: All right. So yeah, but loud, what, what outspoken. Does she
0: do like what is she doing in the in the film? Is she just there? She's, she's just there, character?
1: describing what's going on. Essentially, if you saw Wanda Sykes in Evan Almighty, she's going to fill that role. Okay. She's just filling the audience in of what Dr. Doolittle's doing. She's going to be like, Dr. Doolittle, you're crazy. (laughs) Okay. Maybe less stereotypical than that. (laughs) But yeah, that's what I think she's going to do. Okay, I agree. So next up, playing Jip, the loyal dog who wears glasses, is Tom Holland. Oh, where is he from? Is it a James Bond movie? Movie with James Franco? Is it a is it Harry Potter movie? No, of course we know Tom Holland from uh, Spies in
0: Disguise, which and, we talked uh, about a couple yeah, of weeks ago. He's been on this show three times. Yes, not he physically. Has. We haven't got no. Tom Holland on the on the couch not here. yet. Anyway, not yet. No, but he he has appeared as he has been mentioned, and yes, been with uh, good old uh, Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. before. Exactly, exactly. I think there might be a similar dynamic. Yeah. You Could know, be. Tom Holland tends to play sort of
1: lovable. Dorks?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's a Labrador, well, the, right? The, so.
1: The dog wears glasses, so of course he's going to be a dog. No, I don't think he's a Labrador. I think he's like a shaggy grey dog. Okay. He's on the poster, I know that.
0: Yeah. So be a lovable, loyal dog. Maybe a little bit simple, but in a lovable way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Always being a little bit awkward.
0: Maybe he will be the girl's dog. I think he'll be one of the child's dogs.
1: No, I'm pretty sure he lives with Doctor Doolittle already.
0: Okay. You don't think the kids will? I think he'll be
1: with them, almost like the same dynamic that Spider Man had with Iron Man. I think he'll be that. No, exactly. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. But I think he'll be over eager, always Mm. trying to please in a similar way that a dog is.
0: Yeah. Just do you think they'll be? They'll meet any of these animals in Buckingham Palace, and they'll bring them along. No, they'll all no, be
1: They're all pre-established will be in the Do crew <laughs> So we'll be introduced to them As the little girl is introduced to them And right. as Tommy is introduced to them So Tommy will Here's meet them all on dab. the boat And we'll learn a little bit about their backstories So apparently from what I remember reading That original Dr. Dolittle children's book Is that these animals actually sought out Dr. Doolittle for treatment and, and then ended stayed? up living with him.
0: Yeah, we might see a little bit of that as well, like maybe Dr. Doolittle curing an octopus. Yes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or something like that. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think that'll be something that we mm. see that sets up the way that he works with animals. I think that'll be early on. We see in the trailer Dr. Doolittle sticks his head in an octopus tank and speaks to it, waggling his finger. <laughs>
0: yes. So
1: I think they'll establish his method of treating animals and their ailments. Yep. Yeah, and early on through that be, scene.
0: Yeah, very. Very busy and very, not all over the place, but very active. Are are those all the animals?
1: No, still got heaps more. Oh, wow. Okay, what else we got? (laughs) See, this is why I thought we had to incorporate them into our plot prediction. Because we're predicting the plot as we go. Now, next up, playing Fleming the Mouse is Craig Robinson. Yes. So, you may know Craig Robinson from uh, Pineapple Express, This Is The End, Hot Tub Time Machine. Mm. Name a movie with James Franco and Seth Rogen in it, and he's in it as well. Yeah. I recently saw him in Dolomite Is My Name. Is it good? Excellent movie. He was excellent in it. Nice. I just wanted to give him a little shout out there. Interesting animal for him. Yeah, he's playing Fleming the Mouse, which is, if you know Craig Robinson at Mm. all, he's not very mouse-like. No. That's what I Figure.
0: Yeah, very loud and very big
1: Yeah, so I think I This is something I really want to be in the movie But I think he's going to have a scene where he comes across an elephant And speaks mm. to an elephant They're going to do that old fable of the elephant and the mouse I can almost guarantee it It's going to yep. happen in this movie It's
0: going to be a gag that's now, used
1: Now, originally the mouse was called Whitey in the book Okay And so you can sort of see why they chose to <laughs> change his name That to seems to be flaming. a theme with this uh, with yeah. this movie. So
0: I, I guess... Well, it was a white mouse. If we've got the gorilla that's kind of timid and easily scared, maybe the mouse is really... Is overconfident. ...full-hardy and brave. Yeah,
1: even though he'd be most likely squashed by almost all of the other animals. Maybe they have a friendship, Who? The gorilla and the mouse. Yeah, maybe. Okay, let's say that. He's going to be very similar to Dab-Dab, I see it. Yeah. So he's going to be loud, outspoken, quite like Dab-Dab is. Maybe the two of them hang out. Maybe. maybe. Good old flaming rides around maybe. on the back of Dab-Dab. Yeah. and they're just very outspoken and loud together.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that would work if they're both together but yeah, maybe they're friends
1: Just running commentary I think yeah. that's just all they'll be They'll be background running commentary For what's yeah. going on And we'll laugh Because their it's observations funny. are funny Exactly And we'll buy the toy Now playing the tiger That we mentioned already Barry is Ray Fiennes And he doesn't come until later Can you guess which categories He fits into? Uh, oh, by the way Of course, Craig Robinson well, he's, he's definitely he's in is movies with James Franco But yeah, super Ralph Fiennes Superhero movies, right? Yeah, sure <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> Nah, Superman. he's
0: in James Bond And he's in uh, He's M, right? It, yeah, he's yeah, M And in, then he James is Bond. also I find uh, Interesting uh, that you went to
1: yeah, you went to M from James Bond first when he was Voldemort in the Harry Potter movies. But yes, so Barry the Tiger. So obviously Barry is not a part of Doctor Who's menagerie.
0: No, but they have
1: history by the way. They have it. history. I'm sure that Doctor Doolittle treated him in the past, but it seems like Barry has some kind of beef with Doctor Doolittle. Yep. What do you think that could be about?
0: Obviously, he encountered him on one of his adventures. I tried to look at the trailer, but it looks like there's something with Barry's eye. I just had Harry's an idea.
1: Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of Hellboy from last week. I think that Dr. Doolittle is in the jungle. He's in Africa or Southeast Asia, somewhere where tigers are found naturally. He's treating another animal and he comes across Barry who wants to eat him, uh-huh. but then narrowly escapes with his life. Okay, and then Barry at some point is captured by our human antagonists, and then it just so happens that the tiger that they have that they're going to feed Doctor Doolittle to happens to be this same tiger that Doctor Doolittle escaped from years maybe. ago. So maybe. Barry's always wanted to eat Doctor Doolittle and he has this sort of grudge against yeah. Doctor Doolittle Like this the whole one, time. the one that got away.
0: Yeah, in, exactly. In, in a food, exactly. in that's
1: just something that came to me maybe. just then.
0: Or maybe they won't even go into why their history. Their history. It'll just be established as a thing. Doctor Doolittle Came across him one day. He doesn't like Dr. Doolittle. Wants yeah, to well, that's
1: essentially the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he's introduced in this point. No, he's going to be introduced way later on in the movie. That's right. I think the last third of the movie is going to take place on an island. Definitely we see an island in the trailer with a big palace or mm. castle or fortress of some kind yep. where it looks like a lot of the action is going to take place. Now That's right. I can almost guarantee you whatever the cure is, the snake that we talked about yep. is found on the same island. Maybe, Definitely. Maybe it's even in possession of of the pirates that live on the island. Mate. I'm presuming they're pirates? Yes, I presume so too. That, that I've got a few questions about that. Before we go into
0: that, do you want to talk about Buckingham Palace?
1: Maybe we should round out the animals quickly. Oh, first. is it still? Are we still going? Yeah, My we've still word. got a whole bunch of animals. All right. Let's what just else? go through them real quick. So playing Betsy the giraffe, who we see a couple of times in the trailer, is Selena Gomez. <laughs> yes, I saw who that. Who, of course, was in Spring Breakers with James Franco. Yep. Uh, she and, was uh, in uh, Wizards of Waverly Place, but that's not related to Harry Potter at all. And he He'll definitely ride this giraffe. Yes, definitely. Not just because it's Selena Gomez.
0: (laughs) Jeez, I was trying to avoid that. Now,
1: playing Tutu the Fox is Marion Cotillard. Sorry if I'm saying your last name wrong. I think it's Sorry. Marion Cotillard. No, you're a fan of the show. Sorry. But yes, so you may know her from Inception and the superhero movie, The Dark Knight Rises, one of the Batman movies.
0: What, who did she play there?
1: Talia Al Ghul. Ah. She stabbed Batman Raza in the Ghul. <laughs> yeah, his daughter.
0: The knife of uh, surprise or whatever she yeah. says.
1: Cool. So I think Tutu the Fox. I think she's just part of mm. Dr. Doolittle's menagerie. I didn't really mm. see her in the Will trailer at all. Will she
0: be fox-like? Will she be sort of distrusting Cheeky, and roguish? Maybe.
1: Maybe. You would just presume that naturally yeah. of a fox but yeah
0: maybe she'll be like the fox in uh, Farthing Wood <laughs> yeah
1: love those guys yeah all righty well that's a great reference yeah next playing uh, Regine who is a lioness is Carmen Ihogo. yeah well I didn't
0: see this person in the trailer this no. animal, sorry in the trailer and that makes me assume that it's maybe. not living
1: with Doolittle no yeah exactly so maybe this is in the jungle mm. where Dr. Doolittle was extracting a thorn out of its paw <laughs> and this is where he came across Barry the Tiger maybe so, of course, now you're thinking now, which one of those four categories does Carmen fall into? She was actually in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which is a part of the Harry Potter universe. Was she really? Yes. Who was she? I couldn't tell you. I haven't seen the movies. I've seen them and so I So, even remember. if I knew the character's name, I couldn't tell you the context of how she appears in the movie.
0: Okay. They're good movies. Or well, at least the first one that I saw. I enjoyed okay.
1: it. I've heard differently, but moving on. <laughs> now, the last person I wanted to talk about, the last animal I wanted to talk about, yep. playing Ginkgo Who Saws. We have no idea who Ginkgo Who Saws is, mm-hmm. what kind of animal she is. But well, I'm I guess she's a bird. Yeah, some kind of bird. Yeah, so playing that is Francis Delatour. I know you're thinking, who the heck is Frances Delatour? Yes. Well, she played the lady giant, Madame Mimue, from Harry Potter. She was the one who had ah. a, a relationship with Hagrid in that fourth movie. <laughs> I remember that.
0: So, she's doing the voice she's, of Ginko uh, saw. She was like the headmistress of the, the attractive Beaux girl's batons, house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very sexualized French, uh, you know, all girls school. Yes. Um. So I have a theory with this character. I think. It, okay. I think she can't fly.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And, then and the big moment at the end will be when she
1: does, through encouragement by Doctor Doolittle. I'm she flying. Learns to I'm fly. flying. Yeah. 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 There we go. If or, you had to guess, what kind of bird would you say that? Well, she we've is? already
0: got a parrot. So, uh, what? Like, what would you? What would you have? And we already have a duck. So, like, a hawk, an eagle, um, a penguin.
1: Maybe what? Some kind of flightless bird Like a
0: dodo or something I don't know Did, I thought dodos could fly No They oh. can't They're
1: flightless Oh okay That's why they're dead I
0: don't know Maybe What if it was a penguin And what if the Sores refer to them like You know how penguins Like belly slide down Well
1: ginko's a good name For a penguin So
0: mm. I don't know do, do you have any think. No I don't good, have any good, theories I, I don't No know. good maybe, ones anyway Maybe a
1: bat Don't have a bat Like a flying fox like Or a something like that fruit bat or something Yeah, yeah. Sugar glider Maybe it's a possum Yeah maybe I, I mean, don't think so that's going off the I don't think so um, wanna, tropical. It's going to be on say, an island, I'm sure. Do you
0: want to say a bat? Because, I mean, a bat's a nice visual. So they Sure. Let's say a bat. Let's say a bat.
1: All right. It's 50 50 chance, right or wrong.
0: <laughs> if it's a penguin, I'm going to be angry. Yeah.
1: Well, well, we'll see. So that's all of our animals. Or maybe so. she can't control her flight. Okay. Anyway, I'm done with you that. You wanted already. to go back to Buckingham Palace?
0: Yes. I want to go back to Buckingham Palace. Okay. Because I really like this shot of him going up with the uh, ostrich. With the ostrich. Uh, it just tickles me in a certain way. Ooh. And I think this whole scene is going to be fish out of water, the doctor, and all the animals just rummaging through stuff and all these pritzy British
1: people just like my word yeah the royal guard are all there's a fish
0: in the tea you know, flushing the
1: stuff. percolator that, That's right <laughs> Madam there's a polar bear in your living yes. quarters I don't know why No I'm actually thinking that Dr. Doolittle just comes by himself Or at least he just takes the ostrich there like. But
0: we see him uh, riding think, the ostrich off his property With a cart behind him in the yeah, trailer Yeah
1: I think he's got the cure And then at the end of the movie It's a race against the clock to get back to Buckingham Palace To treat Queen Victoria Oh, So, you think so that's I, I think that that's is. where all the animals will burst in They're all desperate to go cure the Queen I think the initial meeting will be reserved I think it will just be Dr. Doolittle and the young girl coming in in a calm manner. And at the end, it's a race against the clock. They've got to get to it in time and cure.
0: So when Dr. Doolittle says that he has to embark on this perilous journey,
1: he's talking to the girl, not the animals? He could be talking to the girl. He could be talking to Tommy's father, the Queen's advisor. Could be talking to the (laughs) Queen himself.
0: I like how how he got a promotion from being just like a regular (laughs) Queen's advisor. Well,
1: we're just going to work him into the Buckingham Palace scene.
0: All right. So we're going to say it's not the... Because I really really think the animals will be in this scene. In the introduction? They'll, they'll come no, with him. No.
1: Well, we see in the trailer, we see Dr. Doolittle walking in calmly with the little girl into Buckingham Palace, uh, and we see him right. escorted by, we don't see his face, I think, I but think, we see some sort of assistant escorting them. Okay. I think. This and is then something... you see the polar bear and the duck smash through the door in another shot, but yeah, I can't say that it's the same scene. It doesn't make sense to me why it'd be the same scene.
0: Well, I just thought it'd be comic relief, and at the end of the movie, they would be more resolved than playing on this whole, them just mucking around and Buckingham. Palace.
1: I like to prefer to think of it as like a race against the clock. That's why they're all there. They come okay. straight off the ship. They're all coming together to see if it worked. Okay, because there's more at stake, okay. and it makes it more exciting.
0: Well, I think your kieran eyes have picked up things that I haven't picked up, so I'll go with it.
1: Okay, but
0: Good. uh because my my thought was Buckingham Palace, then they'd walk out and they'd have a ship ready for them. So all the animals would board the ship with Doctor Doolittle. So you're saying that he's solo at this stage, or you just miss that whole part? Yeah,
1: maybe Doctor like- Doolittle. They ask him, "Okay, you're going to go on this journey. We'll give you a boat," or maybe he's already. got a boat from his previous journeys to Africa or wherever. I
0: think it's just going to be a a a new island with a different name. They're
1: going to be like, do you need a crew? And he's like, oh no, I've already got the perfect crew. And he brings all the animals, brings them on the boat and they're like, they're all animals. And he's like, if you can talk with the animals, (laughs) sail with the animals. It's going to be fantastic.
0: Yep. Okay. That makes a lot of sense to me. I'm in.
1: At one point in the movie, I just want to quickly breeze over the rest of the movie because we are running out of time. Mm-hmm. At one point in the movie, he's going to go diving. He's going to go diving Well, in we the did ocean. see him in the diving he's suit. He's wearing a diving suit. He's going to be talking to an animal down there. I can guarantee it. Why?
0: Well, I don't know because at this stage, he's being attacked by pirates. Well, I think when he
1: resurfaces, that's when the pirates are attacking.
0: So maybe he finds the cure underwater, but then that makes maybe. no sense. I think What is
1: a snake doing underwater? We decided if, it was a snake.
0: What if he goes underwater and he finds the map to the island?
1: Unless it's an octopus that you get the cure from. Ooh,
0: unless it's an octopus or like some species of animal that Invertebrate. Has, has directions to the island.
1: Yeah. So that's why he talks to the octopus at the start of the movie. The octopus says, Oh, you're gonna go see my cousin who lives at these <laughs> coordinates. No, so it's not, he it's knows not just the directions.
0: a gag. It's uh it's, it's actually important, it's, it's vital. actually a plot point. Yes. Um so he goes in, he resurfaces, he gets attacked by pirates. Um, what are the pirates chasing him for? Because I thought maybe it was him trying to escape from the prince, who's obviously a bad guy later on in the movie. Yeah, but he does go diving, so he he needs to go diving for something. So yeah, they're just bad guy pirates. Maybe
1: they sell off animals yes. all around the world because they've yes. got that tiger.
0: Yes I don't think the tiger's there because I think maybe the pirates capture him and take him to the to the prince. Yeah, the I'm island. saying
1: that the tiger is there at the island in the, the castle slash fortress. That's right. Whatever it is,
0: that's right. So are we saying the pirates imprison him and take him to the palace with the yes. prince? Yes, okay, yeah, excellent. So he he manages to get to the island anyway. Yeah, and, which so
1: it's like and the a, rest of the animals and Tommy sail to the island under their own steam, presumably.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's arrested. Maybe he. There seems to be a dinner sequence with him and the prince. Right and or the king or whoever he is and I think the king likes to hunt animals and eat them or do something dastardly yeah maybe yeah he collects them he collects
1: them he's an animal collector he's an animal collector he's got his own menagerie and And he knows about Dr. Doolittle and he's like this guy's perfect he can find out what's going on with my, I don't know, prize elephant, yeah. who is sick or whatever.
0: But he exploits animals, rather. Yeah, than exactly. Guy, Doctor Doolittle says no, and he gets arrested. Or maybe
1: they get him to be like the perfect ringmaster, so he he's basically a slave, and he has to go around with the animals and give them orders, so yeah. they they don't have to be trained as much.
0: But he's going to refuse, right? Yeah, and of course. He he gets locked up in the
1: the dungeon in the, in the, the tiger it, cage. Iffy, but I
0: don't think that's a that's a slang word for jail. Um, and <laughs> that's when he meets Barry. Harry, yeah, and then
1: we have the moment
0: with the. Where the gorilla
1: beats up Barry So obviously the rest of the animals And Tommy are going to arrive at the island They're going to stage a rescue There's actually a moment where we see Robert Downey Jr Dr. Doolittle dressed like one of the pirates Or one of the staff members of the castle So I think he's going to escape And then assume some of their clothes So he can sneak around the castle Maybe get the cure back Or But he'll be caught out He's going to be caught out, of course
0: I also noticed that in some scenes He's got a scene when he's on the ship And he's got a scar on his face Yeah he's got scratches On his face So I'm guessing That's from old Barry Yeah
1: from the fight with Barry. Mm-hmm.
0: So he'll be swiped <laughs> with the face. Yes. So I guess the rest of the movie is them being pursued by the bad guys which yeah. is this prince. What does he want from Dr. Doolittle? I'm guessing he wants the cure maybe. Maybe he wants the snake. Maybe the snake is a yeah. rare attraction and he wants it yeah. for evil money purposes. I
1: think that's a great idea.
0: Done. So then they're pursuing them. Maybe it's his pet snake. Maybe. it's So his they bri- arrive at the island It is like, my pride. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's my prize possession. Pride and joy. Yeah, and so I can yeah,
0: say that. I, I, I hope there's a scene in this movie that's like the Temple of Doom Where they're drinking out yes. skulls and stuff
1: yeah. I saw it exactly like that in my yeah, head too
0: Yeah, so imagining they're running around the island Getting up to all sorts of hijinks
1: Finding secret areas There's going to be an impressive action sequence oh, and An impressive yeah. battle involving pirates And the animals Where all of our characters find their Team arcs up, yeah. You know, like the flying they work together.
0: Flying one flies and
1: I noticed Betsy the giraffe has a moment Where she flings Tommy through the air mm. And he grabs onto like a bit of the ship In some really dodgy looking CGI On his <laughs> behalf
0: So big fight scene They go on out on the water Because we do see him on the water Yeah So maybe there's a big Naval fight scene yes. as well Yeah
1: I absolutely think so
0: Race against the clock Yep They Rush beat into, the bad
1: guys Rushing into Buckingham go Palace I love how we're rushing this now yeah
0: like, da Palace yep. Um. Everyone's saved I think we're going to have Dr. Doolittle Walk off mysteriously He doesn't get thanked You know what I mean Like they're like Oh thank you Dr. Doolittle Where'd he go And he just walks off
1: Right Off for another adventure With all the animals They all just sneak out <laughs> Yeah, and he saves the Queen. Yep, sounds good to me.
0: Not the hero we need, but the one we deserve.
1: Yes, absolutely. I'm pretty sure Tommy will complete his arc. I think his father will tell him he loves him when he comes back. I love you, son. I missed you, son. I don't care if you want to be a vet. You could just pursue whatever you want as long as you're a man about it. (laughs) You can talk to those uh, pretty animals all you want, son. Yes. I can see it happening exactly like that.
0: (laughs) And then he becomes an official apprentice. Yeah. Or maybe like Dr. Doolittle goes by himself and all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and there he is. Yeah. Old Tommy.
1: Good old Tommy. Good
0: old Tommy. Now, will Dr. Doolittle have a romance with the Queen? I thought that might be a thing. No. No? No. Yeah, probably. Probably. It's going to be kind of
1: disrespectful for his dead wife, so. True. I don't think there'll be a romance for Dr. Doolittle at all. I miss your wife. My wife, she's dead. So I think that's pretty much Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, as much um, as we can summarize it.
0: Yeah, that's what it'll be in a nutshell.
1: Fingers crossed. Yeah. Let's we see may how be we go.
0: Completely wrong, but we just have one trailer to go off. Yes, um, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it
1: when we see the movie in twenty twenty in the new decade. That's we'll right. find out.
0: And if you have any other thoughts, yes. On, so- uh,
1: if you think we're completely wrong, or if you agree with us on certain points, or maybe we're not quite right. Or you think there are points that we kind of steered off on. Maybe
0: there's something we missed in the trailer.
1: Yeah. You can let us know in several locations. You can leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean website. Otherwise, you can send us an email at PotentialSpoilersPod at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Potential Spoilers Podcast on the little Facebook search function there, mm-hmm. where the podcast with the caution symbol logo, and you can let us know what you think. Yes. or any. Little old thought That pops into your head Is Matty D wrong About Robert Downey Jr's acting You were the one That (laughs) trashed his acting If you want to send Hate mail to Matty D About Robert Downey Jr's Terrible terrible acting And why you think He shouldn't win The the Oscar for (laughs) Best actor Yes So anything like that You can send it to Any one of those Three places Mm. Or all three If you like If you're worried That we missed it just don't shout at the uh, podcast app, you know? Yeah. Reach out. Put the earbuds in your mouth and speak loudly. We might hear you. <laughs> anyway. I mean, Microsoft will. Sorry, Google will. All those places will. Now that we've covered Dr. Doolittle, what are we covering next week? Any eagle-eared listeners yeah. will surely already know. Well, I think we are
0: quite bad boys. Yes. Right? Yes. So, especially uh, judging so from, from I this think, episode. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's uh, very appropriate that we yes. cover this next week. We're movie. going
1: to the third installment in the Bad Boys franchise It's been nearly 20 years since the last one It's been a long
0: time I didn't think this movie was ever going to come out no. um, I'm surprised Yes, me too But so, uh,
1: long-awaited sequels are kind of the thing these days Bad Boys for Life is the name of the movie That's And right. I can't wait to talk all about that yes have you seen the other bad boys movies Maddie D oh I
0: saw I think I saw the first one but can't remember anything of it so my well, you might have to my prediction is going to
1: be trash I can already tell you well we'll find out next week we will so join us next week for bad boys for life yes and thanks for joining us this week see you then you've never met anyone in your life like the incredible Dr. Doolittle the man who talks to animals in their own language as played by Rex Harrison. Let's face it, in this job I see a lot of penises, animals' penises, that is. I can tell you one thing about these animals that you couldn't say about humans. Never worry about the size of the darn thing. You've never heard such magnificent music in your life. Fourteen great songs to enchant you, including After Today and Will a Dang ticket
0: Won't you Get with the Mad side